Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Own the Feels, brought to you in partnership with Love Better, where we're doing our damnedest to help us all break up better, which means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it. So today you're joined, as usual, or as what's been usual for the past few episodes, um, with me and Belle, Belle and I. Hi, Belle. Gorge to be here. Hi. Always gorge to be here. And... We're starting off the podcast by talking about how Belle and I are single, which you all already know because we have made ourselves drag up our relationship history throughout this whole series. But in a stunning, useful, wise, relatable way, and I guess like useful to preface that we find being solo in this phase of our lives really productive and good but that isn't to say there haven't been some gnarly breakups in the past that I do wish I had better kind of information and dare I say like tools to navigate dare I say it. a podcast dare I say an incredible podcast hosted <laughs> by two relatable Kiwi chicks <laughs> two relatable single worn out women but I feel like it's good to preface it um this podcast with the fact that we're single and we don't really care because this one's all about breaking up with those shameful feelings that either come with being the one to instigate a breakup and then feeling shame about why couldn't I make it work or if you've broken up with someone and your friends are sort of like, well, I didn't like him anyway and the shame that comes with that and also just the shame that sometimes comes with, like, having a breakup and being single. Like, Belle, you always talk about going to weddings and people trying to ship you off. Oh, my gosh. Like, feeling like Catherine Heigl turning up, like, carrying my heels from my car and sitting in a field, buckling them up before, like, going to the ceremony and trying to, like, fill my mind with enough conversation that doesn't make me seem like super empty because yeah. I'm alone, which I'm not. But I think um, there's so much like shame that we can be made to feel around choosing to be single, the shame just about something ending because I think a relationship, a lot of the time it is a kind of public display of your choosing of someone and someone choosing you so the shame around that ending is so natural but I think if you can figure out like productive and healthy ways to think about it then you'll be able to sort of like mellow out those shame feelings and move through that like out eek or horrific breakup feeling and come out better the other side. And trying not to feel like you're a failure for not making it work. I feel like shame and failure kind of come hand in hand in this, especially when we're talking about breakups. And there are things that I feel like the world has sort of set up 
in a way that you feel like if you're not with someone when you reach these things, it's kind of shameful or embarrassing. Like just reaching a certain age for one or going traveling or buying a house as a single person can come. Not only is it actually like logistically harder to do things like buy a house, rent, pay your bills as a single person. Be alive in a world designed for sharing, particularly for two people to share. Yeah, it's also... Like, society is telling you that you have failed in some way because it's built like that if you're on your own. And so that's, I think, one of the myths that we want to bust. Uh, (laughs) Did that sound dirty? No. (laughs) No, it is is a myth that, honestly, I want my life's quest, one of my life's quests to be to end because I just think some of the most incredible things have happened in my life, being single, and I think... You know, I have absolutely been in turmoil after breakups, like pulling myself over every argument and every like thing that could have done that went wrong that I could have done right. And like it just feels like sometimes when you break up with someone, you need to send out a press release, you know, like to your friends and your workmates. And I think if we can dismantle this idea of shame around being single or shame around things ending, then it can actually be reframed as like an opportunity to um, get to know yourself better, know what doesn't work for you, know what you're looking for in a relationship, but also come to terms with radical acceptance that things aren't ever really going to turn out exactly the way you had envisaged. And as soon as you free yourself from this narrative of you have to be chosen Mm. with someone in order to be successful, I think it becomes a lot freer and life opens itself up to you. And once again, I do feel like when we were growing up, and I think it's changed a bit now, that every movie that we'd watch as kids on Disney Channel or, you know, TV show yeah, or song (laughs) – And it was all about sort of the prince charming at the end or, you know, the princess needing to be saved and never, never really about, oh, this person ended up alone and was really happy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or it's like kind of fetishized. I feel like pop culture ends in one of two ways. Like one, despite all the odds, like they choose the other person (laughs) in the end and like happily ever after. Or it's like something really fickle, like... And then, all by themselves, they learn to zip up their dress on their own, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, like, that's the symbol of their independence. It's just like... Yeah. It's either me. really cheesy that makes you feel like, okay, you don't want us to have that ending of zipping up our dress <laughs> on our own. Or it's, yeah, against all odds, they made it work. Yeah. But then I feel like... Um, especially sort of some of the animated movies that you see these days mm. are more about... Like anything but love and and love being the end goal. Or not love, relationships being the end goal. Totally. But I also feel like pop culture is starting to explore messy breakups and the messiness of life within a relationship as well, which I love to see because it's starting to feel closer to reality. And I actually think some of the most damaging things we learn about love as we like go through our teens and start having horny feelings and crushes and relationships is like – learning the intricacies of those and and not seeing breakups as one utter complete failure but perhaps just the ending of a chapter and I think maybe that's where pop culture goes wrong because we only see one chapter that's either a disaster or an incredible success and and not a lot of nuance in between and that's not life 
Especially when you're going through your first breakup. It is not like... It's not like hot take. <laughs> no, hot take movies aren't real life. Incredible. You can at me for that. Actually, it was funny <laughs> driving here. I was thinking about, um, like, all my breakups. Sorry. <laughs> We've really tasked Belle with quite the trauma unpacking. Emotional drudgery. Yeah, all my all my relationships in which everyone loved me and I ended them. No, but... <laughs> I mean, they've all ended it in their own nuanced ways, but I would say shame is like the common thread throughout them. And I would love to gift by the end of this episode, like firstly, everyone to be able to like let go of yes. any residual shame, yeah. but also figure out a way to kind of move through it in a, in a healthier way should it ever come up again. And if you're feeling like you are in the midst of a breakup or you are feeling like you want to start the process of breaking up with your partner but you're worried about the shame that you'll feel on the other end, maybe you'll just feel a little bit more heard or like it's normal. It's normal to do that and you actually have to put you first. You do you, but also, you know, not like you've given up the one opportunity you'll ever get. Because I think that's another kind of archetype we see in, in films, which is like, a sad older person yes. looking out to sea, thinking about that one person that they let get away yeah. because their pride got in the way. And now she's a spinster with cats. Yeah. It's always with goddamn cats. <laughs> and they're always by the sea in yes. just like a nondescript outfit. And and I just like disbelieve that intensely and I hope that makes you feel more uncom- more comfortable hearing that. More, more uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, that makes you feel terrible. Delete that. Ah. <laughs> So as usual, this episode is obviously Belle and I are here to chime in, but it's guided by you and your stories. So we specifically asked how you have felt shame in any of the breakups that you ha- you've had before. And as usual, you're very generous with your stories. And so we're going to run through a few of the different ways that shame can manifest in a breakup and and give some hot takes on you know, maybe we've been there or maybe we have some advice. Hopefully we have some advice. It's the whole point of this thing. We definitely do. So the first one, feeling shame for wanting to fix things. I was with my ex for just under five years when I caught them cheating on me with someone we worked with. I felt shame telling my family and friends what had happened. I felt shame for wanting to try and fix things and I felt shame for nearly everything in the breakup. It was the hardest time in my life and navigating it on my own was so hard that I felt like everything I did was wrong. This is actually something we haven't even touched on yet in the podcast, but yeah, feeling shame for wanting to fix things when... You've been wronged? Oh, my God. This story just hits me like a truck in the face. (laughs) (laughs) What? Not just like a truck, everyone. A truck in in a very painful part of the the heart. I just have so much empathy for this and not to make this all about me and my stories, but to prove I do have romantic experience in this arena. Unlike another (laughs) co-host. It's like I, um, like was with someone and they like stood me up we were together for a while and they stood me up at a train station and disappeared for a long time and I never heard from them it was like a terrible ghosting story and then like two months later got um a bespoke song written for me in Spanish sent to me by whatsapp accompanied by a giant essay and I felt shame for like still crushing on them and still like wanting that to have worked so please don't judge yourself for that because I think like to uh believe in love or or go out 
on a limb for a relationship is to sort of try and believe in in hope and possibility and part of that breakup journey is is giving up that feeling so I think that's like so natural and I think I mentioned this before like relationships feel so public too so anything that you do to try and fix them can feel so embarrassing and there are some things about life living and being in a relationship with someone that are embarrassing it's like if you have a fight with your crush and then you're explaining it to your friends and you're like and then they didn't like my message yeah or like put the towel on the rack and everyone's like what the hell but it always sounds way more kind of cringy and embarrassing when it comes like out into a public forum so I have so much empathy for what you've been through and I think like the biggest challenge but the best thing to do in a breakup is to try and act with as much like graciousness as possible and the challenge in that is that you feel so unhinged so hurt so out of your body you're like questioning all your decisions to act gracefully in a way that you wouldn't be embarrassed of in the future is so hard but it's protecting yourself from possible future shame or just being disappointed in yourself for how you handled it and then on the other side of that I know we are talking about breakups but there's actually no shame in trying to fix things if that situation calls for it you know everyone has their own set of circumstances and some things you can work through. It's not just like something bad happened, you should break it's up. It's over, yeah. So if you are in a position where you've been wronged, but it's the type of you've been wronged where you feel like you can see how it happened and what happened and you want to fix things, mm. don't feel shame in being someone that, like Belle said before, believes in what you have and believe. I feel like a motivational speaker. <laughs> don't feel shame in believing in what you have. But also, this is a breakup podcast, so you might be going through a breakup right now yeah. and you should just own however you've reacted and not feel shameful about it. Absolutely. And also, so much of it is trying to make sense of what happened and then trying to figure out the best thing to do. And the most emotionally fucked up, state your feeling and a really useful thing is to like talk about it with friends who knew you as a couple who kind of know that person objectively and establish a dynamic with them where they feel like they can say things truthfully because you're so often can be so blinded by pain or hot emotions that um you act in a way that you wouldn't otherwise yeah yeah and it's hard to see sense and know what's right and I think we also kind of are made to feel like there's one right answer with romance and it's one person that turns up to our house at 11 p.m when our hair's wet from the shower and they like you know you're in a towel and you've answered the door you've taken off your glasses and you're cute (laughs) after all (laughs) and you aren't just the girl in the library reading the book no you're Taylor Swift (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of speaking on what you just said, and you were talking about if there was sort of objectively a fine friendship between your friends and your ex, Mm. but what if your friends don't like the person you're in a relationship with and they don't really let you know until after you've broken up? So this person says... Hey team, if you want to listen to more of our new podcast all about breakups, Own the Feels, you just need to jump over to our Culture Vulture feed wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.